Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acri and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again to Oakland Game Day, everybody. Justin Akery and Zach Gillum, and we are thrilled to be back with you. And unfortunately, Zach, your favorite college football team is right on a two-game losing streak, and we're riding a losing streak, too, because we lost our lock of the week last week. But we're at 500. We're going to get above 500 this week. There's a number of games in the SEC where I think the lines are way off, or at least off enough for you to win some money. So we're going to get into all that NFL. And guess what, Zach? We get Major League Baseball playoffs coming up right now. So it's about to all get underway. Awesome week coming up. A lot of very exciting games on the slate this weekend. Hopefully we can get our home team back into the winner's circle. They're you know significant dog. We can talk about that in a little while. Um, and then, as you mentioned, MLB, um, last day of regular season's Wednesday. So you're going to have the wild cards kicking off on Friday. As we mentioned a couple of times, I guess, we will probably mention it every week for a while, the apps are ready. So if those of uh, for those of you out there who want to get the app, you can. iPhone, Android, yes. On your laptop, absolutely. That's where I do a lot of my wagering. It's great to be able to look at on the big screen all the different numbers. Plus, I love the fact, Zach, you can put sample bets over on the side and see what you would be standing to win if you were right. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, Oakland Sports, it is live. It's in the Apple App Store. It's in Google Play. Um, if you use desktop, that is an option as well. And it is very user-friendly. We have a wonderful customer service team within the platform any page at the bottom if you go to contact us it will open a new page for you you can launch the instant chat or use email i prefer the chat just because i like things to happen very quickly and the chat response time is unbelievable well last week zach my cup was two-thirds full i will tell you that and the problem is the one-third is what got me so i had a few of the parlays working last week and the last part of it did not come through i had cincinnati and the under both hit and then my nightcap was lsu knocking off auburn which they did but not by enough points to cover on sunday zach i I had a real interesting thing happen, and I want to talk about this right now so our listeners are aware of it so they don't repeat my mistake. Early in the day, I was on the Saints game. Remember, they were in London, Zach, and they were playing the Vikings, and I picked the Vikings as much as it made me sick to do it because I didn't think the Saints could make it competitive with all the injuries. No quarterback, no star receiver, no Alvin Kamara, and they still should have and could have won the game had it not been for the double-doink field goal miss, and yet uh, we win the game, so we're good there. Then the Cowboys had the Cowboys winning over Washington. That didn't take a genius to figure out, right? Washington stinks on toast. So I'm two-thirds of the way home. Comes down to the Green Bay game. I got Green Bay minus nine and a half. Not second string, Zach, for long. Third string quarterback, Bailey Zappi, comes in. And the Packers are in great shape. There is a feature on the app where you can actually cash out of a parlay should you get a little bit antsy. And, buddy, was I antsy because I didn't like the look I saw in in the eye of the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. And right before he threw the pick six, I thought about cashing out. I stood to win about 175. I could have cashed out for about 107, I think, on a $25 bet because I was already two-thirds home, mind you. I didn't do it, Zach, and guess what? He throws the pick six. The payout goes way down, potentially. So I said, heck, I'm going to ride it now. They didn't cover. And you know what I got, Zach? I got nothing. So, But that is a cool feature you guys offer. And you can do it right after you make a bet. You're going to give up a couple of bucks. Totally worth it if that's you get a little nervous about it. But you can also get yourself out of a parlay for a win, two-thirds of the way home, seven-eighths of the way home. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways to do that, Zach. But I think it's a cool feature, and I don't know if everybody offers that. Yeah, it is a very, very fun feature. It's something that will keep you active, even if you're not making wagers, just following your 
your wager following that cash out amount. As you alluded to, that amount is going to adjust almost play by play if you have a game going on. So based on the action that's going on, based on the current live odds, based on the pre-match odds when you made the bet, all of that comes into play. So keep in mind that's going to be a fast-moving uh, option, but it is something that should be available as long as it's a major market. There's going to be some markets that don't offer cash out, um, and you'll come to learn what those are. We're not going to go over all of them. Some mm-hmm. of the player props might not offer you a cash out. Sure. So so just keep in mind the major <laughs> markets that should be available. Yeah, I'd love to cash out on my futures wager on Derrick Henry leading the league in rushing, although he got his first 100-yard day against the Colts last week. His chances of winning the rushing title are pretty long. In fact, they're, I think he's over 10-1 to 1 right now. So anyway, that's one I'd like to get out of, but I'm willing to ride it, so let's hope that they keep that run game going. We also liked Oklahoma State last week. They got a big win over Baylor. And we like the Chiefs. And I, Zach, here's the other thing. I was still gun shy because I was so upset about the parlay miss. And I bet the Chiefs, and then I got gun shy, and I cashed out immediately. So I gave you guys a couple bucks back. But we'll just we'll call it even. We'll move on. Try to reinvest that money this week. How about that? There you go. Yeah, and, and as you said, part of um, you know, another thing that people have used to cash out is for some reason you made that wager wrong. Um, you know, you can take a fifty cent hit if it's a twenty dollar bet and go ahead and cash that back out, or you know, let it roll and see what happens. You know, it's funny because the two that I've cashed out over the time, where I was like, oh, I don't know about that one, and I cashed out almost immediately, and I gave up a couple of bucks. They ended up both winning, so I'm like, Arr! anyway. But that's what's fun about it. It's all good. All right, let's get back on track this week, Zach. Before we do, let's talk about promotions. Lots of fun things happening. Got the event center. We talked about a couple of the sold out things that are already. On the books, Aaron Lewis coming up later this month, Ron White at the end of the year, but there are some other shows that are coming up at Oakland in the event center that people can come and see over the next few months. Absolutely. So coming up in November, November 19th, that is a Saturday. We have Voices of Rock Radio, which includes lead singer from Kansas, lead singer from Journey. Doors open at 6, show at 7. Um, this is one we had last year. It was very popular, so make sure to get your tickets soon. And then Saturday the 26th, we have Little River Band. Again, doors at 6, show at 7. And we have some others as well, Justin. Uh, we do? We do. We have so another repeat show is going to be the Purple Rain Tribute. Oh, yes. Um, so that's coming up on the 1st of January. And that's that- also New Year's Day. Correct. And last year, that sold out fairly quickly. So yep. um, from what I understand, that was an amazing show. I'm going to do my best to make it there this year. Um, I highly recommend you do the same. And then Great White and Slaughter on January 21st. Correct, yeah. And so getting into January, we have Great White and Slaughter on the books as well. So, again, o- tickets on Oakland.com. Yep, Oakland.com, folks, to book your rooms. Oakland.com to book your tickets, your spa treatments. Find out more about the uh, restaurants and all the fun things to do at Oakland. And we are just about two months from the start of live racing season, two months and a few days. So it is upon us, folks. So let me drive you to Oakland.com, the Oakland Sports app or OaklandSports.com. And don't forget, too, the Oakland Anywhere app is still a thing. You can still get your horse racing wagering in. And I've got both my accounts working, Zach. And thankful to say I got a few bucks in both. So that's nice. There you go. Yeah, we're, we're in the same boat other than I don't have anything in the Oakland Sports, but Oakland Anywhere, as you said, is it a fantastic app. It is still there for your paramutual wagering. Um, in fact, I have it saved on my main screen right next to Oakland Sports. Okay. Well, you can keep up with Oakland Sports, but I'm assuming in your position, probably wagering on Oakland Sports is a no-no. So that's okay. You leave that for me. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. I'll just uh, follow along and cheer. All right. Spooklon, Zach. People are thinking about what can I do fun for around the Halloween holiday? Well, guess what? Oakland has something to offer for you, and there's money attached to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. So on the 29th, that is a Saturday from 6 to 11 p.m., we're going to have a Halloween party in the event center. Um, you must be 21 or older to attend. Guests can register for that uh, costume contest from 5 to 8 p.m. that night. The contest will start at approximately 8.15, and we're going to have cash prizes for the best costumes. Um, we will also have uh, 25 per – it'll be 25 per person to get in, 250 for a VIP table, which will also include bottle service and swag. How do you do? Got a band, got party favors, and a selfie station if you want to commemorate the evening and there'll be plenty of people 
people you want to take pictures with, I'm sure. And that is also excellent if you have kids because you can come and have a good time on a Saturday night and then actual Halloween will be wide open for you and the kiddos to go out and do your trick-or-treating and having some fun. So uh, you don't have to wait until the big shows roll into Oakland either. Don't forget you got live music every weekend, including this weekend, Zach, and that is going to be Sensory 2. The band's playing Friday and Saturday over in Pops from 9P to 1A, and we got shows all the way through the rest of the month. Let's dive into some wagering, shall we, Zach? Georgia had a big scare in Missouri last weekend, but yet they are still your first choice to win the national championship from what I could gather. A little bit longer odds, though, so if you held out, you might be able to get a little bit better money on Georgia. I think I got them at 250 a few weeks ago. They're down to 200, correct? Correct, yeah. Georgia is your top choice, plus 200, but we have seen a little mix-up. Ohio State has moved into your second choice at plus 225. Alabama at 250. Clemson at 1600. Michigan, 2200. USC also at 2200. And I think there's a little overreaction there to the star quarterback for Alabama going down it sounds like his injury is not significant. And from what I can tell, his backup's just dandy. So I think Alabama's going to be just fine. Like him this week to smash Texas A&M. We'll talk more about that in a second. Let's go to Arkansas now. They are sliding down, and they are now plus 9,000, which is eighth pick in the SEC standings. They were fifth for plus 5,000 a couple of weeks ago, Zach. And, uh, you know, get a couple of conference losses. Your odds are certainly lengthening there. Yeah, absolutely. It really, at this point, it's going to take other people uh, making mistakes and us winning out. So no surprise, those odds. Looking at it, Alabama, your top choice at even money. Uh, excuse me, co-top choice. Yep. Alabama and Georgia at even money. Tennessee, then your third choice at 14-1. to 1. Ole Miss at uh, plus 2,000. Yeah, Tennessee's going to have to try to outscore everybody, including this week against LSU, which I think they can do. Ole Miss playing really good defense actually winning with defense, and it was a very nail-biter kind of game against Kentucky, and they found a way to pull it out. LSU Pulls out a close victory at Auburn, as I mentioned. Thanks a lot, LSU. You couldn't score one more time for me? They are plus 3,500 as the next choice. And then again, Arkansas at eighth. So if you think Arkansas is going to somehow fix it up and head the other direction, go for it. But the odds this week don't indicate that, Zach. And they are heading to Starkville this week where dreams go to die. Arkansas opens as a six-point underdog. By the way, the Hogs are 3-2 and two against the number this year. That's something they were great with last year. Zach, the number's going the wrong way. It was six, and now it is what? Yes, it has moved quite a bit. Um, in fact, Mississippi State now minus nine, and the total at 58.5. Well, we talked about Alabama's quarterback being questionable. I'm not sure what his status is, although my guess is he's going to be back in some capacity. Again, though, they should feel pretty good about their backup quarterback. Arkansas maybe doesn't feel quite as good about their backup quarterback, and I think that has a lot to do with this. K.J. Jefferson's status very much up in the air, Zach. Got to watch those injury reports this time of year, and certainly that is a storyline going into this one. Yes, absolutely. And, I mean, looking at the first half, Mississippi State minus five and a half. First quarter, Mississippi State minus two and a half. And as we said, as we've seen, those numbers are typically trending towards Mississippi State. So um, if we don't hear a good injury report, I expect that to continue. James Madison, Arkansas State. Here's an interesting stat, Zach. There are four teams that have not lost a game against the number. And guess what's interesting about that? Arkansas State being one of them? They are one of them. Did I say four? There are five teams, I'm sorry, that have not lost a game against the number this year. Four of those teams are in action against each other this weekend. James Madison, Arkansas State. A-State's 5-0 and against the number. James Madison is 4-0 and against the number. Guess what, Zach? One of them will not be undefeated against the number next week. I'm positive about that. Somebody might have a tie. We'll see. Although it's going to be really hard to lose by 11.5 or win by 11.5, which is what the line is last I checked. Correct. Yeah, looking at this one, James Madison goes on the road as an 11.5 point favorite, total at 56. James Madison was an FCS power that is 
recently moved up, Zach, but obviously they've carried that power over to the FBS because they're almost a 12-point favorite on the road at Arkansas State. Red Wolves did get back on track last week against ULM. Impressive, right? They had a good win, and they covered the number again. So, you know, you're going to ride a trend, but which trend are you going to ride? A-States or, or James Madison's? That's the question. I have a feeling I know where the home crowd's going to trend towards, and I cannot blame them at double getting double-digit points. Well, let's hope that they get things moving and uh, stay perfect against the number. Maybe get themselves a big win. That'd be a huge upset for sure. What's the money line on that game? Can you see that, Zach? Yes, absolutely. So looking at the money line, we currently have James Madison as a minus 455 favorite. So Arkansas State at plus 330. 330 money line. Okay. Let's go with it. Why not? FCS lines this week. Never saw UCA hit the board last week, Zach. I was watching late. I think nationally they were about a six-and-a-half-point dog, and, of course, they won 49-20. to 20. I love FCS football wagering, man. That's where you're going to get some wild swings, and you can really have some value. I had Mercer last week as well in a parlay. Didn't hit the second half of it with Jacksonville State, but I like them. People are like, who are these schools? What is this? What's going on here? I'm telling you. You study up on the FCS a little bit. There's some value there, folks. Uh, UCA is hosting Lindenwood. Don't know that we'll see a board uh, hit on this one either because that's a Lindenwood team that's transitioned up to Division One and having a rough go of it so far. UAPB was on the road, and Zach, they didn't even get close last week. Got blown out at Southern. Quarterback was out. I don't know what his status is this week, but they are hosting Texas Southern this week, and I expect that one to be on the board at some point. Yes, um, and UAPB did hit the board last week. I think they're just watching out for you with that sharp UCA action, but uh, we'll make an inquiry and see if we can't get them on the board. If not this weekend, maybe next weekend. Yeah, the next week's going to be a tough one for sure, so uh, yeah, I expect them to get it done this week against the Linwood team that's trying to find its footing. Big Ten, odds. Oh, oh, Ohio State is your heavy favorite, but if you like a team that's got some value, they're going to face off later, of course. Michigan is your second choice. What's our current status on those two? Yeah, looking at this one, Ohio State, your favorite at minus 250. Michigan at plus 400 to win the Big Ten. Don't sleep on Brett Bielema's Illinois fighting the Lion-Eye. They're playing Iowa this weekend, and they're coming off a big win at Wisconsin last weekend. Got Paul Chris fired. Thanks a lot, coach. Yeah, I think I saw he got him fired one win short of what he reached at Wisconsin. Oh, so is that, that was, right? That, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, he's playing his alma mater this week, and we'll talk about the matchup in a second. What is uh, what's Illinois just for fun? What's Illinois? Yeah. Uh, Illinois status? is currently your eighth choice for the Big Ten <laughs> at plus eight thousand. Okay, hey, let's go, Coach Bielema. That'd be a great story. And let's go to the Big Twelve, Zach, because this one is a wide open race with Oklahoma State, as we mentioned, was six fifty plus six fifty last week. Now two to one at plus two hundred, followed by teams we didn't expect to be talking about. Zach, K State is second choice at three fifty. TCU is tied with Texas at the next choice at 450, and Baylor's at 600. Zach, where did Oklahoma go? It fell off the map. Did we annex this this uh, state out of the country? What happened? I think they're moving to the SEC in their minds. They're already they're already checked out. But no, you've been trying to get the listeners to pay attention to this market. As you said, 650 last week on Oklahoma State, big move all the way down to plus 200. Kansas State at 350, TCU at 450, Texas at 450, Baylor at 600, and then you have Kansas above Oklahoma at 1400. Oh. Zach, I may be crazy, but I'm pretty sure Oklahoma State was plus 1,600 just a few weeks ago. So, folks, futures markets, I cannot say it enough. This is where the value is. Get on the futures markets early. Speaking of Kansas, they are one of those teams that will be facing another undefeated team against the number. Kansas is 5-0 and and 5-0 and against the number this year. James Madison, we mentioned. Arkansas State, we mentioned. Texas Christians, the other, 4-0, and and they are playing against the Jayhawks this weekend. And then the other one that doesn't have that connection is Southern Miss. Southern Miss is 4-0 and against the number. The worst teams against the spread this year, Colorado Colorado's 0-5, Stanford, Colorado State, Fresno State, a team we won money against earlier this year. 
year with USC, all 0-4 against the spread this season. We do have a Wednesday night game, so if you're listening to this podcast right about release time, guess what? You can get some of this. SMU at UCF. This is a hurricane reschedule. Hope I don't ever have to say that again, Zach. That's no fun. Gus Malzahn hosting Rhett Lashley and company. We had TCU over SMU recently. SMU, a small road dog at Central Florida on this Wednesday night. Yeah, looking at this, UCF is currently a two and a half point favorite. Total in this game at 63. Friday night, some largely forgettable games unless you can win some money on them, folks. Cougars of Houston lost at home as a favorite last week outright to Tulane. They go on the road as a small dog at Memphis. So if you're looking for some Friday night action, where's my buddy Scott Davis? Where are my Memphis fans at? Short drive over. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a good one. Memphis currently favored by a field goal, minus three, total at 57 and a half. I don't know what to expect from Nebraska, but I do know they're going to Rutgers. Rutgers plays pretty good defense. I expect a relatively low scoring affair. Here. Yeah, so so do the odds makers. Looking at this, Nebraska goes on the road as a field goal favorite, minus three total at 48 and a half. 48 and a half is not low by Big Ten standards. More on that in a moment. UNLV at San Jose State, Colorado State, we talked about them. Have not covered yet. What do they need to do to cover Nevada? Yeah, to cover Nevada, currently Nevada is minus three and a half, total at 44. Give me the Wolves. I'll take the Wolf Pack over Colorado State. Let's just keep that trend continuing. Saturday, great SEC games. Missouri's at Florida. It's an 11-point line. Missouri put a real scare into Georgia last week, covered easily in all phases and almost won the game outright. Couldn't quite get it done. And Florida's not had a great year. I think I'd take double-digit Missouri, but still a loss probably for the Tigers on the road. This is a super intriguing game. If you go to Baton Rouge, Zach, as a road team, what do you want to do? Well, you, you want to win. win. And what else do you want to do? You want to play early. You get an 11 a.m. kick for that high-flying Tennessee offense. I don't think LSU can score enough to keep up with them. I expect a relatively high-scoring affair because Tennessee can't stop anybody either. LSU's quarterback, eh. But anyway... High-scoring affair expected in this one. I like Tennessee to win on the road, having to give just a field goal. Correct, yeah. Tennessee minus three total on this one at 65. And as you said, that 11 a.m. will definitely play a factor. Georgia has had two tight games, relatively speaking, the last couple of weeks. I don't think they covered either of those two games. I think it was Kent State and then Missouri. Now they got a huge line at home against an Auburn team that uh, gave LSU all they wanted last week. Yeah, Georgia currently favored by almost 30. It's minus 29 and a half, total at 49. I'd have to take Georgia by 28 there if it was up to me, but I'm not probably wagering that one. Ole Miss at Vandy. I love the Rebels this week. Obviously an emotional, close, hard-fought win against Kentucky. Zach, I don't know a lot, but I know Vandy and Kentucky. Oh, no, not at all. And Ole Miss currently on the road is a 17-point favorite at Vandy, total at 62. Zach, you know who is Kentucky? Kentucky. They're hosting South Carolina this weekend, and I love the Cats over the Cox. Yeah, looking at this one, the Wildcats are currently favored by 10, total at 49. Okay, this Alabama game. You got halftime, you got quarter, you got game. I like Alabama and all of them, and I don't care who plays quarterback. What are the lines on all those? Yeah, so looking at the full-time line, Alabama currently minus 24, totals at 52. Looking at the first half, you have Alabama favored by 12 and a half points and for the first quarter you have Alabama favored by six and a half. Oh and since we have discussed Arkansas <laughs> it has moved. Mississippi State is now minus nine and a half. Minus nine and a half. How about the first quarter? Is that moved or is it still at two and a half? For the first quarter that has still it is still at two and a half. Okay I'm gonna jump on that folks before it moves again. Yep. Well somebody's getting some info that I'm guessing that means KJ's uh, status is very very much in doubt and I don't know what time they're practicing today on Wednesday but that's the day that he uh, they make the call says Coach Pittman earlier this week. Louisville Virginia interesting game. I like the over in this one. I expect a high-scoring affair. Don't know about the ball game, but I like the over a little bit here. It's 15 and a half, Zach, last I checked, and Louisville a small road favorite at Virginia. Correct. Louisville minus three, total at 50 and a half. Okay, I like that. Michigan, Indiana. Michigan, you have minus 21 and a half, and the total at 59. Zach, I'm old enough to remember when the Red River shootout was worthwhile to watch. Now you got two also-rans in Oklahoma and Texas, but somebody's got to win it, so who should I, who should I uh, pick? Let's see what the numbers are. 
Yeah, looking at this, Texas favored at home by a touchdown, minus seven total at 65. I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm not knocking Kansas. It's a great story. I'm happy for them. They're finally out of the doldrums. They've won five games here. They're perfect against the spread. TCU is also perfect against the spread, and they won us money a couple weeks ago. I like TCU to go on the road. I think Kansas is a pretender, not a real legitimate contender. I'm going TCU. They're having to get points on the road, but I like them. Iowa State, frankly, should have won in Lawrence last weekend. Yeah, TCU giving up a touchdown currently, minus seven total at 67 and a half. It should be a ton of fun to watch. Plenty of offense there, but I like TCU to pull it out. I'm going to keep riding the Cincy wagon as long as I can. South Florida's lone win is against Howard, but it's a huge number. It's the only thing that's concerning here, but if I'm going anywhere, I'm going Cincy here. What's the total, and Cincy's still just under four touchdowns, right? Correct. Minus 27 and a half on the spread. Total is at 59. Interesting game here. Can Oklahoma State stay perfect? Ride high with the Baylor win. Texas Tech obviously beat Texas earlier this year. They lost by nine at Kansas State last week. Oklahoma State, one of the best offenses, maybe the best offense in the country. Yeah, Oklahoma State, almost a double-digit favorite. Minus nine and a half. Total at 69. Give me the homer and the money. I'll take it. Utah's on the road. UCLA stays perfect with the win over Washington. Utah has lost in that heartbreaker to Florida out of the gate, but haven't lost in the Pac-12 yet. Now the favorite in the league. Only got to give a little bit on the road to win this one. Yeah, Utah currently minus four, total at 64 and a half. The question is, can UCLA do it again after the big win last week against Washington? Pittsburgh, most shocking loss of the week last week to me, Zach. Lost to Georgia Tech, a team that just fired their coach and their AD last week. Huge, horrible loss. Vaught Tech has lost its last two by a combined score, get this, 74 to 10 against West Virginia and lowly North Carolina. North Carolina can't stop a cold, can't stop anybody. And they stopped Vatek. How they have fallen. Looking at this one, Pittsburgh currently favored by two touchdowns, minus 14, total at 41 and a half. 41 and a half. That line's moved down because people are not expecting Vatek to do much against Pittsburgh's defense. Whiskey trying to bounce back. This is a bad game, but whatever. Two bad teams going out at Whiskey on the road at Northwestern. Wisconsin currently favored, minus 10, total at 44 and a half. North Carolina. At Miami, two teams that, uh, I don't know, it should be an interesting game. I think uh, Miami ought to be able to score some points. Probably have a little more success than Vautech did, for sure. Yeah, Miami currently favored by a little more than a field goal, minus 3.5, total at 65.5. Uh, your favorite in the Big Ten is Ohio State. I love them this week. They're 2-2-1 two, two, and one against the number. Missis, uh, Michigan State, rather, excuse me. 1-3-1 and one against the number. Sparty at home. Sparty a big dog. Sparty's in big trouble. Yeah, Ohio State, almost a four-touchdown favorite, minus 27, total at 65. That was 26, moving in the right direction. If you get it under four touchdowns, get on it, I say. Washington hosed me last week, Zach. I'm going to give the Huskies a chance to get back. That was their first loss against the number. I'm taking Washington to win this week at Arizona State, minus? 13.5 currently, total at 57. Keep it under two TDs, I love it. This is an interesting game, BYU playing Arkansas next. After this week, Notre Dame is going to be hosting, but it's in Sin City in Vegas. Notre Dame's off a bye, keep that in mind, and their win two weeks ago was against UNC. They scored 45. They gave up 32. BYU trying to win against Notre Dame and then come back and get to home and beat Arkansas. First things first, what's the line? Yeah, Notre Dame currently favored by three and a half points. Total on this one at 51. I like BYU, frankly. I really do. I think BYU can uh, can get the job done. Because here's one thing I know about my friends at BYU. They're not going to be out of the slot machines late at night. They're going to be focused on the game. I can't speak for my Catholic brethren, but I'm just saying. Clemson's at BC, Zach. Clemson trying to keep it rolling and stay in the conversation for the championship. Yeah, absolutely. Currently minus 20 and a half on Clemson, total at 48. I think BC beat Louisville last week, so BC's playing pretty well right now, too. Iowa, Illinois. I don't care how low the under is. I want it, Zach. Give it to me. How low can you go? Uh, 36 and a half on no. the total. And Illinois is minus three and a half. On oh, the Zach, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I got the Iowa under last week against Michigan. It hit right on just under the number. I think I got it at 42 and a half. It's 42. I love the under here. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. Illinois' defense is playing great. Yeah, this is going to be 17-10, 17-14, 21-10, max. I love it. Under. Florida State, NC State. Florida State's going to try to bounce back here. Lost last week. And the Wolfpack 
feeling it too. They lost to Clemson last week. Somebody's trying to bounce back. Who's going to do it? Yeah, looking at this one, NC State currently favored by three and a half points, total at 50 and a half. And I love Oregon and Arizona. Under two touchdowns? It is. Minus 13 and a half on Oregon, total at 70. Quack, quack over the Cats. I like it. Let's move to the NFL quickly, Zach. we got to get to it. we got a lot to cover here in a short amount of time. Also, don't forget, Major League Baseball odds are out. World Series odds. Dodgers, still your favorites, 315. Astros, 385. Correct me if I'm wrong. Braves have moved into third position, Zach, after winning against the Mets. They swept them to claim the division, and now they get the first round bye, so obviously they're moving up, and the other bye is the Yankees. They get a fourth choice at 550. Mets at 800. If you're a Cardinals fan, you want to throw a few bucks at them, good luck plus 2,000. As far as the NFL goes, let's go to the Super Bowl favorites, Zach, just the first couple, and then we'll move into AFC, NFC. Yeah, so Buffalo Bills, still your top choice, plus 400. You have the Chiefs at 700, the Eagles at 800, the Packers at 1,000, Bucks at 1,200, and the Ravens at 1,600. And then in the AFC, I assume it's the Bills, no doubt. It, it is. The Bills are at 225, Chiefs at 350, the Ravens at 800, the Bengals at 1,000, the Dolphins at 1,000, and the Chargers at 1,100. You, you know, if, if Tampa could get healthy, I would love them in the NFC, but I don't know if they're going to, so what's their situation at this point at this point you have the eagles at the top choice they are plus 320 followed by the packers at 375 buccaneers your third choice at 500 the rams at 700 49ers 800 cowboys are moving back down uh, to single digits at 900 vikings um, at 900 as well okay developments in the afc south zach big news i feel like i should play like a breaking news alert here this is crazy who's the favorite in the afc south we have been mentioning it uh jacksonville jaguars have wow. officially moved into the top choice for the afc south they are plus 170 your colts are plus 190 and the Titans are also plus 190. Their former quarterback, Blake Bortles, retires, and now they're the favorites in the AFC South, probably because he's not their court, their uh, quarterback anymore. Trevor, great job, buddy. How about the NFC West? Yeah, NFC West, we've seen a mix-up for the first time this season. You now have the 49ers as your slight top favorite. They are plus 120. The Rams at plus 125. Cardinals at 600. All right, we're going to go through the games, just a few of them real quick, but I wanted to mention you can still wager on all kinds of different things related to the NFL. Go in there, look at futures, play around. Quickly, your leaders to win the passing, receiving, and rushing titles. Justin Herbert, even though he's been battling injury, he is your leading passer in the NFL right now, playing catch-up a lot. He is your favorite. I like the second or third choice, though, Zach. There's a huge, huge number there for Allen and Mahomes. Absolutely. So Justin Herbert is your favorite, plus 350. Josh Allen at plus 475. Mahomes at plus 650. And then Joe Burrow at plus 1,000. The receiving t- numbers, too. Again, I think this is a wide open race. Stephon Diggs, Cooper Cup. I think Cup leads the, the league in receptions right now, or in yardage, maybe. If not, it, it is, maybe it is Tyreek Hill. I think Cup's in receptions, but we're looking at yardage here, right? Receiving yardage? Correct. We're looking at receiving yardage, and you have Tyreek Hill as your top choice. He's at plus 550. Stephon Diggs at plus 650. Cooper Cup, 650. Justin Jefferson at 700. A.J. Brown at 800. And then Jaden, no, I'm sorry, Jalen Waddle, another Dolphins at yeah. plus 1,200. Well, I'll tell you, if Jefferson can uh, be a little more consistent, he'll have a chance. He's had a couple of monster games with a couple of okay games squeezed in between. Saquon Barkley is your leader as far as rushing, along with Nick Chubb at plus 375. Jonathan Taylor, last year's rushing champion, 900. And Derrick Henry, a guy I felt really good to get at like 475, is at 1,100 now. He got his first 100 yard game last week, but guess what, Zach? It ain't over yet. Why didn't he win it last year, Zach? Because he got hurt. Maybe a couple other guys get hurt this year, and Derrick Henry gets back in the conversation. Well, well, it has already happened. Uh, I just saw a flash across the screen that Taylor is officially out Thursday. So, oh. the, so these odds will likely move since we've even discussed them now. Let's get into a couple of the games this week. We do have Thursday night football. We talked about the Wednesday college game, Thursday night NFL game, Colts-Broncos, and the Colts are a road underdog, and I'm guessing that number will be probably a little larger by the time we kick things off Thursday night because of some injury status. Quick update to a guy we just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Jonathan Taylor has officially been ruled out for Thursday. So with that, he has moved to plus 14 
100 to be your leading rusher for the regular season, and also that is creating the Broncos to be your favorite. Minus 3.5, total at 42.5. That number hasn't moved yet. I will say that apparently Russell Wilson's not quite 100% either, but he said this week he is playing. Giants-Packers. The Giants, one of the great surprises so far. Packers, the hugest disappointment for me last week. They hose me on my parlay, but the Packers back at home this week, and they won last week. At least that's the good news. I'll try to get another one this week. Yeah, another large spread favorite. Packers minus eight, total at 41.5. You like big spreads. How about Buffalo Bills? Largest one of the week. 14 points against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not much uh, respect for old Kenny Pickett, huh? The, fre- the rookie? I almost called him a freshman. The rookie quarterback? Yes, uh, officially been named the starter. Bills are still a 14-point favorite total in this one at 47. Titans and Colts seemingly getting things together a little bit. Titans beat Colts last week. Titans trying to win again. Best way to do that is play the Washington Commanders. They're on the road, though. On the road is a two-and-a-half-point favorite total in this one at 42-and-a-half. Love the Titans. Go get them. And the Niners, the new favorites over in the NFC West. And they're going all the way across the country to take on a terrible Carolina team. Yeah, this is always an interesting one. Um, in fact, last week we had the Cardinals as a dog going to the Panthers. So this week we have 49ers as a favorite, minus six-and-a-half, total at 39. We them boys. Cowboys at Rams is the Cooper Rush shine coming off this week i say yes i think the rams defense gets after him causes problems and i think the rams get him by a touchdown well looking at it the rams currently favored by four and a half points total at 43 and a half but i love the story and i'm rooting for cooper rush i hope he keeps keeps it going but i, I don't like it a lot of people are picking the eagles as a surprise pick to win the whole darn thing good complete team playing good defense and obviously they're getting good quarterback play right now can they win in arizona though the eagles go out to arizona as a five point favorite total in this one at 49 sunday night bengals ravens a little closer line than i expected zach i said the same thing ravens currently minus three total at 48 and a half and then Raiders Chiefs Chiefs blowing it out in their last outing and Chiefs currently favored by a touchdown minus seven total at 51 if I had any guts at all I would have won that Sunday night game but I don't I'm an idiot and I wish I would have stayed on it but I didn't so we'll see if the Chiefs can get another one touchdown 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 favorite Japanese Grand Prix this weekend I always got to mention Zach's favorite F1 you can wager on that you can bet on all kinds of things better finishing position head-to-head driver to record the fastest lap I was getting ready this morning Zach for the show guess what I saw South Korean baseball cricket both on the board because you can go on to Oakland Sports and you can see active now or live now so you can get into some live betting online even if you're up like me at four in the morning this morning so there's always fun to be had at Oakland whether you're on site or just playing around on your app even in the middle of the night that's what's yeah cool. absolutely you've got the cricket you have some uh FIBA basketball that's been going yeah. on you have soccer or football as they call it the rest of the world darts rugby all kinds of stuff that's going on while most people are sleeping it is uh truly a global market my friends get on it the lock of the week you better lock it up you better lock it up no, you lock it up you lock it up lock it up Lock it up. Lock of the week. We're going to do it here at the bitter end, and we got to get out of here. I'm going to go with Kentucky. I think Kentucky handles South Carolina. They bounce back. Bad taste in their mouth. Probably should have pulled it off at Oxford. I like Ole Miss at Vandy, too. I think they keep it rolling. But I'm going to take that 10-point line, say Kentucky by two touchdowns. They beat the Gamecocks. Let's go, Cats. That's it. Don't forget, college basketball, NBA is about to get underway. We're going to see all kinds of other markets moving on that. It's going to be here before you know it, plus hockey and a lot of other things. It's about to be crossover season, Zach, and I love that time of year. We get all the sports playing at the same time. It's a blast. Absolutely. We'll get one or two days where we get to watch one of everything. Yep, it'll be awesome. So let's enjoy it, my friends. Enjoy the sunshine in between, and we'll be back next week. We'll recap it all for you right here on Oakland Game Day. Good luck, everybody.